This is the Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment Network. Expand your wonder. Strike your colors, you brazen winch. Does this be brazen winch productions? Arr! Previously on Continuum Force. Strain deterioration imminent. Wormhole integrity suspects. Docs, what the hell is happening? The ship is completely off its trajectory, sir. We're spinning through the space-time continuum. Sir, I have no idea where we're going to end up. We're gonna break up. We're taking too many Gs. Can we shut it down? I, I, I just don't know. Okay. Sound off. Okay. Fine, fine. Good. Shaken, but not stirred. Sally, can we get lights back on? Sally? Sally? Colonel, I think we've lost all power. We're drift. Oh, hello there. You have illegally boarded the United States ship continuum. United what? You've illegally boarded my ship, sir. State your purpose. Well, my purpose is obviously salvage. I thought this was a derelict ship. I had no idea you people were here. So, you're a scavenger. I prefer space sanitation adventure. Captain Jason Fordham of the Aragante. Well, I, I say captain, but it's really just me. Somehow, through some crazy malfunction, the impossible happened, and we were tossed into the future. We're from the year 2019. 2019? No flippin' way. No wonder this tech looks ancient and you guys talk so weird. Flying spaghetti monster, you haven't even been invaded yet, have you? Not yet. 2020, the Titans will arrive for the first time. The Divas show up, too, and the two races duke it out for the rule of Earth. We're basically caught in the crossfire with our fate hanging in the balance. The war lasts about 150 years and simply devastates the Earth. 60% of all life on the planet is extinguished to a point where the divas just give up. They don't really want the planet anymore. I want to say that was... Oh man, you're testing my history retention now. 2173, I think? Unfortunately, the malfunction corrupted many of the logs. But there was one strange entry I thought you might find interesting. Okay. Proceed. Master Sergeant Darren Roth entered the Continuum to work on a refit of the CTC CPU. However, it appears that the CPU that was replaced was not fitted for the device. In fact, 
its CPU is so incompatible that when the device was activated, it sent the wrong signals throughout the device, basically burning up the circuitry. How in the world did Cox get around that? I believe she bypassed the internal CPU device by- A Rhetorical question, Sally. Da. Noted. So Sergeant Roth made an error? I am not certain, sir. But the CPU appeared to have a specific design to inflict the most damage it could on the CTC device. Okay, I need to see Lieutenant Cox. Wait, yes, there was a repair that needed to be implemented. Who requested the update? Well, you, ma'am. I made no such request. Is this a paperwork you reviewed? Yes, ma'am. And that signature at the bottom there? Yes, ma'am, that's your signature. No, Sergeant Roth, it's not. But ma'am, I watched you sign it. Whatever work order I signed, it wasn't this one. That is not my signature. I don't understand. Who gave you the work order? Carmelo, sorry, uh, Tech Sergeant Calvo. You got me, Lieutenant. I think we are done here. Oh no, you don't! Spit it out! Spit it out, damn you! What was it? Cyanide caps. What? Are you serious? I thought that was only in the movies. It's a bitch when you're eating popcorn. Okay, Kavo, who the hell are you? Who do you work for? Who do I work for? (laughs) I don't work for you, Colonel. That's for sure. You work for me. All of you do. We've been running this country for 150 years. You hear about all the others, the Masons, the Illuminati, but it was us building the new world order. Tell us what you were thinking. Puma Punku. Interesting. What the heck is a Puma Polka? Puma Punku is an historical anomaly and a favorite of UFO theorists. It's in Bolivia, and its name means doorway of the puma. Great, if it wasn't bad enough we almost got eaten by jaguars in Brazil, now it's gonna be pumas in Bolivia. I hate South America. Why can't we ever go someplace nice, like Paris in springtime? The one theory that we are most interested in is what local legend says. What's that? It says that it was built by a group of outsiders with supernatural powers who made the stones levitate and move through the air until being set down in place using some kind of sound waves. We've seen stranger things. Apparently they carved a whole lot of faces out of stone, representing people from races all over the world that they had no contact with. One of those faces even looks like one of those gray aliens. How do you know all that? I read Sharon's briefing report. You did? Didn't you? I'm looking over there. We can see the complex. We're almost to it. The H-blocks are even bigger than I thought they'd be. Connor to team. Watch out for a spacecraft that's not the bogeys. It might be connected to the one we saw with Ezekiel. We have eyes on it. It looks similar, but this one is clearly more advanced. Get out of there. Sally wants to go like yesterday. Not yet. We haven't gotten everything we've come for yet. We know it's being used as some sort of port for alien craft. I think that's all we needed. What's happening? A hell of a dogfight. Bogey's just spotted the new ship. They're going after it. The new ship is firing on them and the structure. We're pinned down next to the southernmost wall. We'll get to you as soon as we can. Why are they trying to destroy the structures? The equivalent of destroying an enemy's base? It sure seems like it. We can't just hug this wall forever. This one we can. It's one of the few still standing back in our time. Probably because we're guarding it with our lives. What's that? They're evacuating the base. 
They'll be moving people out along with vital information. Information we could really use. One of us should break into the laboratory, if there is one. Great, Doc. Thanks for volunteering. Get us something we can use. You mean my big mouth? I don't think burglary was in my contract. You're the only one who has a shot at knowing what might be important. Well, as you all know, Sally detected a strange anomaly, and we've been able to analyze the data. So it appears this anomaly occurs on April 18, 1942. What's changed? The Doolittle Raid. Oh no. What's the Doolittle Raid? It was a United States immediate response to Pearl Harbor. So what's the anomaly? In the anomalic version, Doolittle's mission fails because his B-25s are surrounded by Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters give away their position, and they're destroyed by Japan before ever reaching the Japanese mainland. What the heck are Foo Fighters? Dr. Scherzberg? Strange balls of glowing objects that are faster than any aircraft at the time that follow and interact with the aircraft. Oh, we got company. Balls of light. The Foo Fighters. Trying to get a fix on them. Jeez Louise, these buggers are fast. They don't look like bogeys or the ships we saw at Puma Punku. No, those aren't Titan ships. Whoa! A little too close for comfort there. I've got nothing. Nothing on the scope says they're metallic or at least any sort of metal we've ever seen before. Could they be energy-based? Checking. Yes, it appears they're energy. I've seen ball lightning. This isn't ball lightning. No, there's an intelligence to this. Radar is picking up Doolittle's aircraft carrier protein. Doolittle's raid. We're running out of time. I'm doing everything I can, but they're on my tail. I can't shake them. Colonel, I believe the Foo Fighters are us. What? But it's locked to the time-space continuum. Then how is it we're here before we're here? Colonel, this is an effect cause versus cause then effect. As it's non-linear, it could be reacting through time from our mission to Pumapunku, to the mission here, to a mission we haven't even taken yet. It's rippling through time like a massive wave. A wave that wants to rush over us. A time tsunami. No, not exactly, but... Let's go with that. Okay, how do we fix it? We can't. At least not right now. Now that I know the effect exists, I can calibrate for it, but not before Doolittle's B-25s get here. It's almost time for them to launch. Okay, we have to occupy that Japanese ship. What? I can barely keep us in the air! Ace, will the Foo Fighters continue to follow us if we're in stealth? They should, but I truly don't know. Cox, do you have a fix on the Japanese ship? Affirmative. Buzz, head straight for it. I'll try. Cox, engage stealth. They're definitely following. I think we made them angry. They're none of them, Buzz. They're just static electricity. Again, tell them that! History as we know it tells us that the first pharaoh named Namer unified Upper and Lower Egypt about that time. We know this because of the Namer Palette, an artifact found in 1897. The anomaly in time shows that both sides of the palette have him wearing the crown of only Upper Egypt, which just can't be. Ancient Egypt didn't become the empire it did without unification. Well, as it turns out, we can refer to the Narmer Macehead, which of many things commemorates his wedding to Nithotep, who was a princess of Lower Egypt. The artifact helps to narrow down the date. Quick, behind the pillar. What do you mean she said no? My pharaoh, she has refused your request. How dare she deny her king? Why has she refused? She did not say. 
Only that she expressed she will be governed by no man. I am no man. I am the living God. Of course you are, my lord. You are the sun. You are the moon. You are the bringer of unity. A unity that will not hold forever. If the princess does not agree to become my queen, she is headstrong and willful. Speak to her again, and do not relent until the marriage is agreed upon. Yes, my lord. Right away, my lord. As, as you command. Well, I guess Sharon was right. The issue is with the pharaoh and his future queen. Great. There'll be no living with her now. How can we know for sure there is a relationship issue? I mean, just because they're having some problems right now doesn't mean the relationship won't resolve itself on its own. Can we take that chance, though? question is, what caused this rift in the first place? If history says she became his queen, which sealed the unity of the upper and lower, then what happened? My lady, but why would you refuse the pharaoh? I will not be treated like cattle, like property to be traded away for goods. But, my lady, he is pharaoh. He can have you killed with just a word. He would not dare. Am I not as smart as any man? I fought alongside my brothers when he came to conquer us. Am I not his equal? Of course you are, my lady. All people should be treated as equals. Who are you to address the princess? Yes, I do not know you. Who are you? Apologies, princess. I'm new to the palace. My name is Denise. Denise? An odd foreign name. So you believe I should be equal to my pharaoh? It might be impertinent of me to say, but I believe all people should be treated equal. Men, women, noble or servant. Nobles and servants. Well, not sure about that one. But I agree with you on males and females. What does the pharaoh have to say on the subject? Of that, I have no idea. As I have yet to meet him or speak to him. And perhaps you should. Maybe he isn't as abrasive as they say. Perhaps. I like you, Denise. Even though you're a little too opinionated for a servant. You, servant, what is your name? It is, uh, Teal, my pharaoh. Teal, what is your opinion on the duties of a wife? Should she not be obedient and subservient? Will she become a servant to you as I am? Well, no. She will be my wife, the queen, as well as mother to our future children. Then you have your answer. A wise man once said, Mother is the name for God on the lips and hearts of all children. A god? So, what you are saying is, she should be treated with the same respect as myself. Without your queen, you would have no heirs. Without her love, you would be alone in this world. Sally, uh, can you please confirm findings? May 4th, 2015. A tourist unknowingly snapped a picture of the two unidentified flying objects. The picture was taken over the Pyramid of the Sun in the Pyramid Complex of Teotihuacan in Mexico. Sally, what are we looking at here? The Pyramid Complex of Teotihuacan appears to be a thoroughfare for alien spacecrafts as well as human civilization. A giant pool of mercury was discovered under one of the pyramids as well as evidence of tunnels and rooms coated in mica. Okay, so why is that significant? Well, as an engineer, I can tell you that mercury is used as a superconductor and mica is used as a heat conductor and insulates the heat. Oh, and one more thing. This form of mercury does not exist in nature. It has to be produced. 
So the fact that this type of mercury of that size was found in that time period is significant. Isn't it obvious? The mercury is used to power these vessels and the mica is used to conduct energy throughout the city. I mean, look down there. Am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? It has to be a different model than the one we recovered. Ours didn't use mercury for fuel. There was mercury within it, but it didn't use it for propulsive properties. It does appear to be vehicles traveling through the complex. Yeah, but they're levitating off the ground as they move about. Ancient astronaut theorists would be feeling so vindicated right now. This is so fascinating. Levitating vehicles in a Mesoamerican society? Not expecting that one. Are those vats of liquid mercury? Appears to be. They seem to be fed through some tubes in the walls. And look, the ships have tubes that go to the vats as well. Well, that was easy to confirm. So the mercury is used for fuel. This massive pyramid is nothing more than a hangar and fueling station. Well, according to the legend, it's more than that. We should head back to the ship. Let's see what we have going on here. what I'm seeing. Could they really be? It looks human, but not. What are they trying to accomplish in here? What the hell is it? My meter's getting stronger. It looks like the large chamber up ahead is where the energy source is coming from. Do you feel that? Yes, the air feels like it's supercharged. The amount of static electricity being put off is incredible. I'm almost afraid to go in there. Are we sure it's safe? Let's just stay on the outskirts of the chamber. We don't want to get too close. Sally, please confirm on the energy levels. Levels are currently stable, but rising rapidly. Okay, we better make this quick. What the hell are you guys doing? Sightseeing? Buzz, get us out of here. We need to get a safe distance away. Yeah, how far is that? Imminent explosion. Ship needs to be moved about 50 kilometers away. You heard the lady. Shoot straight up and across. We need to have a good visual in the city. Why? Whatever's about to happen is a part of history. A history that has remained a mystery until now. I knew while we went to have a scientific application for this particular mission, I knew that the general still needed some military significance to it. Please don't tell me we're going back to World War II again. No. You're gonna observe my favorite general of all time. Perhaps the greatest. So great, in fact, they put it in his name. Alexander the Great? Yes. The king himself. This is excellent. I'm so excited to see him in action. Well, uh, about that. Okay. So over there is the Apsos River. Yes, we're in the perfect position to witness this. Anything we need to be concerned about? Well, when the Ilians flee, they may come this way. Good thing we're close to the ship. Spear up! Spear down! Spear up! Now! You have to admire the mastery of sending the enemy who had completely outflanked him into a full retreat. Um, guys, they're fleeing this way. Oh, geez, she's right. Run! 
Back to the ship. Ace! What happened? She fell. Look, down there. Colonel, we have to go. We can't just leave her. Let's get back to the ship. She looks well secluded. I don't think the Macedonians or the fleeing enemy will see her. Let's let these guys pass by, then we'll go get her. Ace! Ace! We're coming back for you. Stay out of sight. Well, I guess I have my trusty recorder here. I can just record my observations while I wait for rescue. Interesting. It doesn't look like any Macedonians are dead, but they seem to be running away. The enemy is celebrating. Hello, pretty. Oh, crap. 10 minutes to string collapse. What? No. Colonel, without Ace, I can't recalculate another string vector. We don't have a choice. She can't be here. Let's get back to Alexander's camp. They must have her there. Colonel, I love the little egghead too. But if we don't go, we're all gonna be trapped here. We don't leave people behind. Ace! Ace! Are you here? Ace! Colonel, one minute to string collapse. Colonel, we have no choice. Ace! Ace! Colonel! Damn it! I know! I know. I'm sorry, Colonel. Everyone back to the ship. Cox, make ready for jump. Yes, sir. Ace, where the hell are you? get to that in a second. Right. No time to lose. If Dr. Alala can help us plot a new string to pick Ace up... No. Excuse me? I can't do that, Colonel. Can't or won't? Both. What do you mean? You can't go back for Ace. What are you talking about? Of course we can. We'll just jump to the next day, or, or the day after that, or a week later and just grab her. No. I still don't understand why we can't go back, sir. Listen. Eli. Unfortunately, most of her recordings were degraded beyond recovery, but one of the ones we were able to recover was the final entry. My friends, I'm at the end. My best friend, Alexander, has been long dead. I can only guess the reason you never returned was because of Rule 10. The risk of paradox was just too great. I'm okay. I've had a long, happy life. Many good friends. This will definitely be my final entry. Dr. Lala, you believed in me when no one else would. I know your reasons for bringing me in weren't always genuine, but you were kind to me. I appreciate that. You taught me so much and I never forgot you. Orman, stop crying. I'm not, you crazy egghead. <laughs> Even though you were the biggest pain in the backside I know, you're one heck of a pilot and you always got us home. Denise, always believe in yourself. <laughs> You are a shining star, a brilliant engineer, the best the Continuum Force has ever had. Who else could rebuild this ship from top to bottom like you did? You are amazing. Never doubt it. Lieutenant Colonel Connor Dannard. 
Turn it off. I know you're spitting angry right now. I get it. No one left behind. But in the words of Mr. Spock, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Or the one. You and Alexander have so many similar qualities. You're both brilliant strategically. You care about your soldiers and the civilians under you. You are great leaders who inspire us to do things we could never imagine doing. Turn it off, please. Don't blame yourself for this, and don't risk your lives trying to come save me. I've done the calculations, as Dr. Lala messed up. I'm part of history now, and if you try to remove me, you may do damage to yourself or to the universe. I can't have that. I won't have it. I love you all, but now it's time for me to say goodbye. Turn it off. Bannard, we've been over this. With all due respect, sir, I don't care how many times we've been over this. I can't continue to put my team in jeopardy without Ace. Colonel Dannard, we're working on finding you a replacement string theorist. I don't want a replacement! I want Ace! Well, you can't have Ace. She's gone, Colonel. It's all a theory. And hell, the bogeys and now the Rosicrucians are changing our past all the time. It's dangerous, sure, but it's not seen us implode or explode or whatever the hell is supposed to happen. This whole thing is utter nonsense. Well, it's all moot now. The General has ordered us not to do anything. Which is why I now have to ask you all to look the other way. Colonel. What are you thinking, Colonel? I'm going to steal the bee and go save Ace. Anything I can do to help your majesty. Be my wife. Sire? I need a wife. I need offspring. You could be the queen of my new empire. I'm sorry, sire, but no, I cannot. Hmm. You love another? No, it's not that. I can't give you what you want. Hmm. You don't like men? Men, women, you see, I am not interested in sexual relations. Hmm. I, uh, know what you mean. Oh? Out of duty. I am asked by my generals to marry and be fruitful so the legacy can continue. I've never really had an interest in it. AI override. Authorization Dannard. Zero, zero, one, zero. Override. You can't do that, sir. You must have a second. He does. And a third. Confirmed. Dr. Alala. Buzz. What are you doing here? Same as you, Flyboy. We're gonna go get our geek girl back. Look, if if you're gonna try this, Dunnett, I need to go on this mission with you. We're likely to encounter some serious Heisenberg particles that could not only destroy the ship, but the fabric of reality itself. Reporting for duty, sir. We're here for you, Colonel. Guys, I can't ask you to do this. You're jeopardizing your careers. Your future's with the project. I'm going. I'm protecting the project, the ship, and the mission by going. And you need a fantastic pilot to pull this off. But we'll settle for Buzz. We all care about Ace, Colonel. Shran's not too happy about it, but she understands. I appreciate that. All of you. Thank you. We have to find a way to stop the bleeding. Don't you need to clear the wound of debris first? What? He was hit by something, right? A catapult bolt. I've already removed it. 
If a piece of metal is still inside, the wound can get infected and he will die. Utter nonsense. No, it's not. What would you have me do? Stick around in his shoulder, creating a large wound that won't close? No, but there must be something. The blood is still spurting out and I don't think you hit an artery. A what? Give me your knife. Sir, I don't think we should do this. Alexander trusts her counsel. Here. You're sticking it in the fire? Yes, I'm trying to burn off any possible infection. She's mad. I'm Aishon. Look, the knife is glowing red. I'm sorry, sire. This will hurt a bit. Uh, She's killing uh, the king. Uh, Almost. Uh, there, got it. Wow, that was a huge iron tip. Look at this thing. I thought you said you weren't a physician. I'm not. But you may have saved the king. Particle destabilization imminent. <sighs> Damn it. I was afraid of this. Talk to me, doctor. The particles in the string are beginning to penetrate and tear apart the ship. No, man, I just built her. Must we blow up the ship every time we go on a mission? What so we're just gonna it? blow up then? This can't mean how it ends. 45, 44, 45. Wait, there may be... 23, What's happening? Doctor, I would not advise this course of action. Oh my God. Someone talk to me. She went into the string core mid-flight. What? Particle destabilization averted. Doctor, doctor, can you hear me? You can't go in there, sir. It will flood the ship with Heisenberg particles. <laughs> did, did it work? Yes. Why did you go in there? It was the only way. I had to make sure the particles were channeled back into the quantum container of the drive. I thought I had calibrated it for this trip, but I, I was wrong. There's got to be something we can do. Not this time, Colonel. She's breaking down. Colonel, Connor, if you, if you see my father, tell him I, I love him. I, I will, Doctor. I'm so sorry this happened to you. Never leave a person behind, right? I hope you find Ace. Goodbye, Doctor. Thank you for saving this girl. I'm sorry. She was here because of me, and I lost her. She made her own choice, Colonel. We all knew the risks. Denise, I... I lost her. Are you a god yourself? Me? <laughs> No, sire, most definitely not. I've been told I'm a god, 
or descended from Zeus himself. Alexander, if anyone is, it must be you. What is that there? In the sky? I don't know. Hmm. Perhaps it's your fellow gods coming to return you to Olympus. Perhaps. Military police, place both Lieutenant Colonel Dannard and Lieutenant Cox under arrest. Sir, I... Not a word, Colonel. Sir, I'm sorry, I must. Cox and the others were coerced by me. Sir, no. I am the one responsible for taking the bee. Where is Dr. Alala? We... lost her. And I know you didn't retrieve Ace. That's correct, sir. I know, because she's right here. What? Ace! Oh my god, girl. It's so amazing to see you. Thank you, guys. How did you make it back? I believe I can answer that. Henrik Alala? With the loss of Dr. Alala and the revelations of Henrik, I just wanted you both to know that we are now fully under military control. This is no longer a civilian and military co-op. What does that mean for our non-military crew members like Ace and Eli? Plus, Buzz isn't military anymore. It's still being worked out. Until there's a definitive answer, we're gonna operate business as usual. To introduce unknown elements could undermine our efforts to get to the bottom of the Rosicrucian threat and properly interrogate Heinrich Alala. He's still not speaking to us? He took the death of Osamora pretty hard. I understand. I'm doing everything I can to keep the band together. In addition to the news about who controls this little shindig of ours, I brought you both here for another reason. I think you both have performed your roles at an extremely high level above your ranks. Except for my mutiny to save Ace. And my complicity in said act. Yes. Well, you, you both served your time in the brig, and somehow the notes on the matter seem to get lost. As long as we don't have any more incidents of the like, I'm sure they won't suddenly be found. Yes, sir. Of course, sir. Anyway, as I was trying to say, Lieutenant Colonel Connor Dannard is promoted to the grade of Colonel, United States Space Force. And Second Lieutenant Denise Cox is promoted to First Lieutenant, United States Space Force. Effective on this day, the 3rd of July, 2020, by order of the United States Space Force. Congratulations. Sir, I don't know what to say. Thank you. Typically works here, Dannard. We'll do something formal when you get back. Get back, sir? Yes, ever since this Rosicrucian business has started up, I've had a bee in my bonnet about Valley Forge. Sharan mentioned Valley Forge once as a hotspot for bogey activity. Indeed, Colonel. If there was ever a place the Rosicrucians could do significant damage to the fortunes of the United States, it would be Valley Forge. And we know Washington was a mason, which gives the Rosicrucians access to him through their Masonic ties. Were there even Rosicrucians back then? According to Calvo, they've been around since before Christ. And we need to be sure they're not trying to change our history. It was bad enough the bogeys were doing it. Now we need to worry about what the Rosicrucians have been planning for the last 400 years. One of these two groups are trying to destroy us. We need to figure out which. Colonel Dannon, so good to see you again. Again, sir? Yeah, for necessity. I believe it was the 3rd of July. Or was it the 4th? 54. I'm sorry, sir. How could you not remember? First you saved my life. I wouldn't be here without you. And then you told me not to sign that damned document, but I did anyway. Idiot interpreter. Of course, sir. 
I'm sorry. What brings you to Valley Forge, my good man? Sir, I came to ask you if any of your brethren have come to see you recently. My brethren? From your order. Ah, of course. You know I can't talk to you about that. You're not one of us. Sir, all I can say is that there is a faction within the Masons who may not have our country's best interests. Oh, are they in Congress? I often wonder if they have our best interests at heart. You have to talk to us at some point, Alala. To the people who butchered my baby girl? I don't think so. Make us understand what the bogies- The divas? Whatever. What are they trying to accomplish by changing our history? <sighs> You're a fool, Colonel Dannard. A fool who will perish in the fires with the rest of you fools when those who truly rule this world return. I need you to tell us what it is you're here to tell us and stop monkeying around. <laughs> Monkey. Interesting reference. That is all we are to them, you know. Slightly evolved <laughs> monkeys. To who? The divas or the titans? Oh, so you know of the titans then. And of the Rosicrucians as well. Finally, a monkey with a brain. So tell me more, or I'll let Dannard have another go at you. Ah, well, that didn't last long. Yes, well, I'm certain you know up to when we were attacked by the T-Rex. That's when the Roswell craft strung back and left me. I was there a month, a hellscape. One night, I was stirred awake by a strange sound. I never ventured out at night, for good reason. Way too many predators hunted at night. But this sound was different, like nothing I had heard in the weeks I had been there. I saw it, a diva's ship. At first I thought it was my team returning to search for me. Suddenly a blinding light surrounded me. The ship descended lower right above me and I felt myself lift off the ground, into the air, and into the ship. I was rendered unconscious. When I came to, I was strapped to an operating table. They had been experimenting on me. I was naked. A creature, one of the gods, I believe you refer to them as the Greys, approached me. I could hear its voice in my head, but its lips never moved. What are you? What? Where am I? You are out of your time. You don't belong here. Uh, I am from Earth. This I know, but not this Earth. I don't understand what the problem is. We're running off to investigate the Rosicrucians. We're running off to investigate the Bogies. We don't even know what the hell we're doing anymore! I think the intel from Alala told us what we needed to know. Alala? How do we know he's not just trying to get revenge against us for his daughter dying? We don't. They were all happening around the same time, and I couldn't for the life of me figure out which one of our missions would have changed a number of small things in 1960 Russia. That does seem rather specific. We were inclined to log it and move on until we managed to find what we think is the center of the ripples. 
That's what raised an alarm. Okay, you have my attention. It seems the initial disturbance in the timeline happens very close to the time and the laboratory where Sally was brought to life. Sally? Our Sally? The same. Well, that can't be good. Precisely the conclusion Eli and I came to. Where is your other half? Brushing up on his game theory. Sounds like spy stuff. Not strictly. It deals with logical outcomes among decision makers in any system. It's a political study. And what else is he doing? Reading up on Soviet codes of the era. Spy stuff. Agent Roth mission log. I made it safely to Omsk, 1960. I made contact with Dr. Vixen. She's not what I was expecting. Ivana has not yet agreed to help me, but I'm being very persuasive. Oh, and one other problem. The Continuum has arrived. They have not detected my presence yet, but I have a feeling it's just a matter of time. The sooner I can convict Dr. Vixen to building a back door into Sally's systems, the better. Who do you work for? You wouldn't believe me if I told you, pal. some sort of anti-theft device on it. This technology shouldn't exist for us! She would be willing to help me build a back door so Russia can take back control, I think. Hey! I'm not looking forward to telling Troyan about this one. You mean kissing a Russian spy for your country won't go over well? She kissed me, and no, it will not. I can see it now. She'll ask me, what's the spy's name? And I'll have to say, Ivana Vixen. And Shran will say, I bet you do. It's not going to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. It kind of is. A little bit. Okay, Sally. Radio silence until you hear from me. Denise, just keep her locked tight. Yes, Colonel. Okay, team. Just remember, this is strictly reconnaissance. Hopefully, everyone had some time to read The Art of War. Why did we have to read that? The reason the General requested we take this mission is historical observation. We want to witness Sun Tzu in action. The battle should be just past this. You there! Stop! Ah, crap! Great. How are we going to get out of this one? Our comms are with the rest of the confiscated equipment in the next tent, and we can't call Denise on the continuum. We've been in worse scrapes. We'll figure out a way. Ace, can you get yourself free? Already on it. They didn't tie mine up too tightly. So, when the soldiers searched us, they found a book that I had in my pocket. Please don't tell me that you actually carried a copy of that with you. A copy of what? The Art of War. Are you kidding me? 
You brought it with you. You were supposed to leave that on the ship. I forgot to leave it behind. You are an idiot. Sun Tzu won't write that book until many years later, and if he sees it, it could change the course of his future battles. Outcomes can change. Most of what he wrote in that book, he learned through experience. Imagine if he had that information beforehand. This isn't good, even by our standards. Hello again, General. More chicken still. How in the world did they escape our bombs? Master Zhu, we truly mean you and your men no harm. My companions are exiting your encampment as we speak. But that book, we cannot leave behind. How much of the book have you seen? Only the first few pages. It must be fiction, of course, because this was written by me. But that's not possible. Please, sir, just give us the book. There's no need for your soldiers or any kind of violence. So, what are you then? Explorers, historians? We are observers. Nothing else. I knew the moment my eyes fell on the book. It is difficult to believe that such things are possible, but here you are. Prove that there are unexpected outcomes that can be beyond comprehension. In the midst of chaos, there is also opportunity. I thank you for the chance to glimpse my density, Master. We thank you for your hospitality, but we must go. You won't see us again. Is it me you are here to observe? Yes, and we have already said too much. And you have seen too much. We are afraid we have already caused irreparable damage. Your battle is tomorrow. Of that, you must not worry. My strategy for tomorrow's battle was decided many weeks ago. Battles are won long before they are fought. Wise words. So I read. There is one more thing I must impart to you. Bring him in. We found this other trespasser shortly after we arrived. Henrik Galala? We've got him again. Let's go, Eli. Continuum Force was created by Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment. If you like this program and would like for it to continue, please consider joining our Patreon. For as little as one dollar a month, you can get access to exclusive Patreon content, behind-the-scenes interviews and footage, as well as early delivery of the new episode and access to episodes that won't be released to the public. The part of Connor Dannard was played by Marcus Sally. Buzz Borman was played by J.C. Del Torre. Eli was played by Dr. Scott Vigay. Sharon was played by Debbie Vigay. Denise Cox was played by Rita Del Torre. CTC Sally was voiced by Calliope Collicott. Ace Barber was played by Jesse Johnson. Usamara Alala was played by Amy Seville. General O'Shaughnessy was played by Boyd Barrett. This episode was written by J.C. Delatore. It was produced, directed, and edited by J.C. Delatore. This episode is a work of fiction. Any similarities to the living or dead, past or present, is purely coincidental. Historical figures, events are a mixture of real history and fictionalized content. In episodes where we go back in time, we include links to those time periods to allow you to further your knowledge of the actual historical events. We encourage you to go to your local library and learn about these and many other historical figures. If we don't learn from our past, we're doomed to repeat it. Until next time, thank you for listening to Continuum Force.